This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. There is nothing wrong with your radio. Do not attempt to adjust the frequency. We are controlling transmission. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limit frequency. Good evening, my name is Ricardo. My name is Sam. And this is the Outer Limit Frequency. And we are dedicating this episode to the memory of Charlie Watts. With very few exceptions, given a long enough period of time, it should be expected that a band will change at least one member at least once. Maybe such changes will be the catalyst for a vast stylistic change, or provide a much-needed injection of new blood. Often a switch-up of personnel will yield long-term benefits to a musical group, but just as often these new arrangements are very short-lived. So on tonight's episode, we'll be looking at some of the best and most eyebrow-raising collaborations and band lineups that only survived for a single album because sometimes it's better to be around for a good time than a long time. Red Hot Chili Peppers are mostly known for their lineup of Anthony Kiedis, Flea, Chad Smith, and Jordan Frusciante. This was not the original lineup, but we aren't even talking about that this time. Instead, we're looking at the time that the lineup consisted of Kiedis, Flea, Smith, and Jane's Addiction guitarist Dave Navarro. This wasn't the best-received period for the band, with many people considering Navarro to be a poor fit. But honestly, I don't think that's fair. Granted, he would never be as technically skilled as Frusciante, nor would he have those funk chops. But his own style of making things just seem effortlessly cool, or lazy cool, really did work quite well with their album One Hot Minute. Unfortunately for the few of us who did like him with the band, it didn't last. But at least we were given great B-sides like Deep Kick. And I've used a lot of B-sides from this album. I sure hope I don't have to use any more anytime soon.
After the release of Good News for People Who Love Bad News, Modest Mouse found themselves in the sort of difficult position that many bands would kill for. They had a surprise hit record under their belts and had to find the best way to capitalise on this unexpected momentum. So to assist them in this difficult task, they brought in a ringer. Guitarist Johnny Marr had been sporadically lending out his talent since he left the Smiths in 1987, but his decision to join Modest Mouse as a proper member in 2006 was a bit of a shocking move, and easily his most mainstream appearance in decades. He only stuck around to record and tour a single album with the band, 2007's We Were Dead Before the Ship Even Sank, but his fingerprints are all over the end result. It's the loudest and bulkiest entry into the beloved indie rockers catalogue, and honestly, I feel like their latest album could have used some of the grit that's all over songs like March Into the Sea.
the group of Mike Morris, Wade Worthington, Mike Borden, and Billy Gold probably doesn't sound like much to, well, anyone. But what if I told you they were a band called Faith, No Man? Still not quite right? Yeah, no, it's not right. However, Gold and Borden went on to be founding members of Faith No More, which was a much bigger deal. But as far as this episode is concerned, and as far as the band members themselves have been concerned, No Man and No More are the same band, just with a different name. Under this original lineup, they only ever had one release, just a double single in Quiet in Heaven and Song of Liberty. This wasn't the band as they would become with the likes of Roddy Bottom and Mike Patton among their ranks, but you could definitely see the early stages of their, well, their early stages. This is Quiet in Heaven.
In their initial run from 1968 to 1974, King Crimson's lineup was in a constant state of flux, with mastermind slash guitar warlock Robert Fripp being the only constant factor. The final album of their first cycle was Red, and it was interesting in a few ways. As well as being Crimson's heaviest album at the time, it was also the only one to be recorded as a trio after the departure of multi-instrumentalist David Cross. Just try comparing that to their current 7-9 to person roster. But either despite of or because of their diminished numbers, Fripp, along with former Yes drummer Bill Brufford and future Asia frontman John Wetton, managed to craft one of Crimson's all-time greats. Perhaps the one area they skimped in was the album cover, because God bless them, none of these three are cover models. This is the title track, Red.
we've spoken before about two different singers to pass through Black Sabbath. Ricardo thinks Ozzy is their best, and I know Dio was. However, these were definitely not the only two, as they have in total had 10 different lead vocalists. This is just ridiculous. However, aside from Dio and Ozzy, the most notable was also known for starring on, at the time, their worst-received album. However, I'm here to tell you that Born Again, the album brought to you by the lineup of Tony Iommi, Geezer Butler, Bill Ward, and of all people, Ian Gillen from Deep Purple, is not at all a bad album. It has an awful cover, sure, and almost made our episode on the topic. The album gained a reputation for just being plain awful, but, well, I mean, it's not great, but it's also not Seventh Star. Plus, the song Hotline contains a fairly well-known riff, which the Beastie Boys may or may not have borrowed.
in an impressively short amount of time, Kiwi singer-songwriter Troy Kingy has been making quite the name for himself. And a lot of that comes down to his work ethic. He uses a short way into his 10-10-10 project, in which he is striving to release 10 albums in 10 years that cover 10 different styles of music. An ambitious undertaking, no doubt, but is one that has been handled with gusto and acclaim as followed. The latest entry into the series, Black Sea Golden Ladder, sees Kingy teaming up with Littleton Blues guru Delaney Davidson for the Folk album, a definition they have taken some serious liberties with. This entry is very prominent in my mind, as the two have recently toured New Zealand, and I was fortunate enough to see them before, well, prevailing circumstances. Bring on the rest of the ten, good sir. This is Fork in the Road. Flags are at home. 
When Vince Neil left Motley Crue, it very much seemed like it was the end of the road. However, the boys managed to continue on and release two albums, the self-titled and Generation Swine with vocalist John Karabi. So originally I was going to pretend the self-titled album didn't exist because I just really like Generation Swine and want to talk about it. But then I remembered that Neil actually returned partway through the album, so that particular album kind of has two vocalists, or three if you include Tommy Lee, but we shouldn't include Tommy Lee. But I don't ever really cross paths. However, under the lineup of Nikki Six, Mick Mars, Tommy Lee, Vince Neil, and John Karabi, they did all contribute writing credits for the bonus reissue track, Kiss the Sky. So here it is.
Okay, so maybe putting Nine Inch Nails on this episode is a wee bit of a cheat. The group, such as they are, is famously the work of essentially a single man. With the release of With Teeth in 2005, Reznor did the unthinkable by sharing his toys and utilising something very close to a full band for the first time. Alan Mulder, Atticus Ross and Jerome Dillon all appeared on the record, but the most headline-grabbing collaborator was Dave Grohl. Mr. Grohl was well into his midlife crisis period at this point, where his MO was to appear on as many projects as he could stomach. The difference that these players bring to With Teeth is very clear, as the focus on actual human musicians adds a ton of energy, texture and toothiness. I can't hear a song like Getting Smaller, which we'll play for you now, and picture it working with anything less than a full roster of flesh and blood musicians, tirelessly doing Reznor's bidding.
When it comes to Rob Zombie, the band behind the man has changed quite a bit throughout the years. There have been some longtime members like John Five and Piggy D. They've been there since 2005 and 2006, respectively. And Ginger Fish joined the band in 2011. There was a short time there, though, where it looked like the lineup going forward would include the late Joey Jordison. He officially joined in 2010 and recorded a few songs for them for the reissue of Hellbilly Deluxe 2. However, he didn't stick around long enough to record a full album with the band, but the few songs he did contribute towards are some of the best on the album. Like this one, Devil's Whole Girls and The Big Revolution.
When it comes to ranking the undisputed kings of the one-off collaboration, we really need to talk about Aesop Rock. The Portland rapper's discography is full of such short-term team-ups. Alongside Rob Sonic, he released an album as Hail Mary Mellon. The Weathermen contained so many collaborators that the project collapsed after a single mixtape was released. With producer Tobacco, he became Malibu Ken for a short time in 2019. And on top of that, his recent work with homeboy Sandman falls under the new umbrella of Lice, with a likely one-off album apparently on the cards. But even among this mess of names, buddies and ideas, 2013's The Uncluded somehow manages to stand out as the oddest of the bunch. The Uncluded is Aesop's collaboration with former multi-peacher singer Kimya Dawson, which, now say it with me, only lasted for one album. The two do have this weird anti-chemistry, which works in all the ways it shouldn't. This is a song called Bats. Maybe it's about bats, I really don't know. Catch less Z's, more F-bombs Invaders from the north brought a body in the trunk And four cold eyes ushering a Jonestown blood Two known, two dumbstruck Plain clothes sputter in a strange home Spine chilly cluster to unfuck Sup, sup, Austin, I know a little magic No check bag, show up with the most baggage Fresh hell, drag it, old hell up from hold rabbits who mangle emotion and gross patterns, no carrots, only rumors of a bridge that flicker with black scallops and float pine out of bath of a crass maggots. One point fucking five million, a number undermining how they duck and die different. I was waiting for an hour, but I maybe saw six. Some thought it was a bust. I thought it was the shit. I watched the videos and hung out with his friends. I hurt his mama, and it's clear to me this kid's the Minnesota Dalai Lama. And a llama twists his tongue to create a perfect rhyme with her freestyle to preconceive to spit that shit out at your mind. And your mind's rind feels back, revealing every dead friend on the back of a little black bat. So you stand and you wait at the top of the bridge. Only six fly out, then return to where they hid. So you wait and you wait, and you never wanna leave. Cause 1.5 million bats is what you need to see to grieve. 1.5 million bats is what you think you need. But six is enough to receive a little peace. Cause every little bit counts in times of death and disorder. You look for shooting stars in the reflection of the water. And you open the gifts that you didn't expect. On the birthdays of the dead friends that are stuck in your head. Like love and hugs and songs and rage and the keys that you needed to unlock your heart's cage the ability to put the pen back to the page the heat beneath your feet to propel you on stage the beat that completes your shit these days yeah the beat that completes your shit these days Demons with a prematurely darn nailed. Never played taps on a short scale. Played dream wars with coffins and short board nails. Sore thumb. Ayo, play the corner of the salt lick. Chaos set up people you are meeting. Know what loss is. 
20 and I'm on a patio with four steps, swig split, sorting what I'm out to little warheads, gotta, gotta stop, tell me about your homie, the quote split open, a can of bogeys, in the form of stolen Roman candle stories, wild youth clipped from a tether, plus my alive friends, so we've been deader. There's a little folk singer who has run out of chords, like a big bad lion who has lost its roar, coming in like a lamb chop, out like a lion chain, I got Gunther Gable Williams trying to tame my brain with a flick of the wrist and a crack of the whip. I said, if that's all you got, you ain't got shit. Cause for free birds like me, the possibilities are endless. Try to put me in a box, I will be relentless in my pursuit. Of lots of different kinds of things. You can clip my toenails, but you can't clip my wings. Hiding, we will lift him on the sixth knife in the road, scalp in his mitten, glass house, decal a Calvin piss on a proud Fuji at a foul cow, zip cow system, triple crown clip, never trickle down breadcrumbs. Group of silver gallon, mill about head shrunk, thread a symphony, acrylic killer clown, red rum, wretch. If you ever woke up feeling future proof, precious brothers in effect and rooting for the future you. Speaking of the future us, Twin City morning broke a wiper on a rental, trying to grin away to glory. Wait, new game, smuggle bats on a plane. Wait, newer game, tie the whole bridge to his frame. I will drag these bricks over Lake and Law, shake 1.5 out over St. Paul. Just knowing poetry and mathematics get involved, any total in a quarter more a draw. Don't count shit. First sign of leathery wings, you throw them devil horns up, yelling heavenly things. See, I started this life as a nappy buckwheat flapjack, flipping on the shiny white backs of the backpack, a princess, a jock, a brain, a freak. Now I'm a fucking rebel, I'm a little of each, and I'm not ashamed of all the different parts of me. And I like cross-pollinating the communities, because divided, we're cool, but together, we conquer like monsters and grouches and humans and honkers. If you're close to my age, then you were raised on the street. With a lick of me, fun dip in front of your TV And our generation's gotta do it differently Cause we got new ideas and new abilities It's that an old-fashioned funeral ear change the station I'd rather tune in for a life celebration Say goodbye with dance parties and say goodbye with shows Cause that somber-ass shit's not the way I wanna go Put your hands in the air, feel your dead friend's presence Wrap and unwrap, have no resentments With our hoods on our heads, we are up on the bridge And we're summoning the bats so we can live with our hoods on our heads We are on the bridge and we're summoning the bats so we can live Thank you once again for tuning into the Out Limit Frequency. You want to hear this episode again? Jump right onto Spotify and look it up. And hey, there's a whole bunch more waiting for you. Who knew?
And since you're coming back next week, we will be continuing our B-Sides tour with a special look at the Red Hot Chili Peppers. See you then. Use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.